Hello, welcome to the Seeking Truth podcast. This is an audio recording of a sermon I did entitled Comfort, coming mainly from Psalm 23. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30 Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, let's recap. The Lord is my shepherd. And what does a shepherd do exactly? Well, a shepherd protects shepherd guides, and a shepherd comforts. So we are a part of God's flock. And he is our shepherd. And those are a few of the many things that God has promised us. Today, I want to highlight one thing specifically. Shepherd comforts. What is comfort? As I've seen, relief in affliction or consolation. Or solace, a feeling of relief. Jesus invites us to come to him, and he will give us rest. Jesus is offering up his yoke so that we may have rest. Now, what is a yoke exactly? Well, simply, it's something that couples or binds things together. So it's a bond or tie. For example, cattle use a yoke, which is a Y-shaped contraption. It straps onto two cattle, while the other end straps to an object in need of being pulled. So in other words, Jesus is inviting us to join him in finding rest for our souls. Rest. Anapau is the Greek word used for this word rest. And in this instance, it's to cause or permit one to cease from any movement or labor in order to recover and collect his strength. The point is of these scriptures today is that God is our shepherd. He comforts us and he guides us and God invites all who are heavy laden to be bound with him And we will find comfort in Jesus, because his burden is light. When we talk about rest, I think of Sabbath. 
So I did some research on Sabbath. And based on that research, I found that traditionally, uh, Jewish people call that Shabbat. In today's time, Shabbat is observed every week for 25 hours. Generally speaking, just before sundown each Friday through the completion of nightfall on Saturday. Also, Shabbat is usually portrayed as a day of joy, a sanctuary from laborious effort, a foretaste of the perfect world that will someday be attained. So, Shabbat celebrates creation, offers a respite from the hectic pace of the rest of the week. Shabbat is a day of rest, a day of pleasure and delight, is a time that is set aside to take notice of the wonders around us. These are some ways the Jewish people view Shabbat, or Sabbath as we call it. Now there are a couple differences that we should note between Reform and Orthodox or Hasidic Judaism. For example, in Reform Judaism, the term work or resting from work refers to work involved with one's occupation or with any work for profit. So many of the Reformed Jews will drive on Shabbat, use electronic devices, and a couple of other things. Whereas the Hasidic Jews prohibit any kind of work on Shabbat, including using electricity because they see that as spark and fire. Furthermore, on Shabbat. It is celebrated at home and also in the synagogues. So for Jewish people at home, they some preparation begins as early as midweek. There are three meals, and these meals are occasions for singing, studying, and celebrating. There are also distinctive foods to be eaten on Shabbat. At the synagogue, there's a welcoming service, a farewell ceremony, and it should be noted that these services are similar to what you would have in your daily prayers, except for they're augmented and specified towards Shabbat. So why is this relevant to us? It's a good question. So originally Sabbath is introduced to the Jewish people not us. It's a Jewish holiday, not for us. So why is it relevant to us today? So first we must understand why God introduced Sabbath and the intentions that he had when he introduced it. So this is why we've discussed the Jewish practice and their view on Sabbath. Because Jewish theology on Sabbath boils down to one simple Point. Take one day a week to rest, reflect, and celebrate what was accomplished throughout the week. From Genesis chapter 2, verses 2 through 3. On the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Because on it, God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. 
Now we see here that the center of the Sabbath is to rest after work. So to sum up everything again, bring it all together a little bit. God is our shepherd. God invites us, all of us who are heavy laden, to find comfort in him and to be bound with him. God has given us the Sabbath and he wants us to work. And then he wants us to rest after doing the work. So let's take a moment to acknowledge a few things. We are tired. Everyone in here at some point has been exhausted or is currently exhausted. Are you making rest for yourself? Is there something keeping you from rest? Our bodies can only push through so much. God preserves us, and we know this to be true, but God commands us to rest for a reason. The longer we go without rest, the more difficult our lives will be. I acknowledge that there are periods in life where we have no choice but to persevere. But my point is, we need to make rest happen for ourselves. We must reflect on what God has done, and we must take time to celebrate the work that God has accomplished in our lives. So, when taking rest, we must also acknowledge mental health, and the mental health aspect, and not just the physical. So everything I just said applies to our mental health as well. It's just as important because it impacts our physical health. Unaddressed anxiety and unaddressed depression can cause lots of physical issues like body aches, headaches, migraines, nausea, loss of energy, loss of motivation, and so many other things that can heavily impact our physical health. Let me encourage you, you should not feel guilt when you take rest. Guilt's not from God. It is okay to rest. It is good to rest. Rest allows us to be more effective in God's work. Rest allows us to find comfort in Christ. So let me be personal for a minute. I have a long history with depression. It is an ongoing battle that I have been fighting for a long time. Now during this battle, I have felt unimaginable exhaustion. I have felt loss of motivation. My life at times felt dull and not worth living. I share these things to show that my life may be seen as a testimony of the importance of rest. Because if I had taken rest, some of these issues may have been avoided. They may have been easier to deal with. So life has a way of making rest happen. So either we can make it happen and let God lead us to rest, or life can make it happen. <laughs> I'm sure you can relate. Um, generally, it is much more pleasant if we plan for the rest and let God lead us there. I know it is for me. Now, during these times of rest, our God gives us comfort. He gives us rest. He restores our strength. He reminds us of the work that he has accomplished.
He reminds us of the work that still needs to be done. Please, please do not resist rest. It will happen one way or another. I encourage you to plan for rest. Let God lead you and receive God's comfort. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Thank you. Amen.